It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, July 21st, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A 64-year-old man was medevaced from a cruise ship in Chatham Strait Monday morning. According to a Coast Guard press release, watchstanders at District 17 headquarters in Juneau received a call around 6 a.m. that a man aboard the Norwegian Encore had been suffering from stroke-like symptoms since 4.25 that morning. A helicopter crew from Air Station Sitka arrived on the scene around 7.30 a.m. and safely hoisted the patient from the ship in a rescue litter. The man was then transported to awaiting medical personnel at Mount Edgecombe Medical Center for further emergency care. The patient was reportedly stable upon arrival in Sitka. A year into serving his second term as a Sitka Assembly member, Kevin Mosier has filed to run for the mayor's seat. KCAW's Catherine Rose spoke with Mosier this week about why he's making another run for elected office. Serving as an assembly member isn't easy, and you probably know that firsthand. You're one year into your second term as an assembly member, and now you're filing to run for a two-year term as Sitka's mayor. So I'd love to know why you decided to throw your hat in the ring for the the mayor's seat. I kind of have this personal vision of where I'd like Sitka to go. I've been pretty open and honest about that from the beginning, which is to make sure we have good leadership at the city, which we do, I I believe, now, and I have confidence in them. Um, Attempt to apply for grant funding at the federal and state level and get as much as we can. That's still a work in the progress. Uh, Also increase economic activity, so to increase the the tax base and and, uh, the sales tax and property tax receipts. and also just money into people's hands, because this helps people. Uh, I want to help people in a tangible way like that. But it's kind of a whole picture thing. you got finances, and then also um, I've been active, very active in supporting the creation of the, task, uh, the environmental task force, and then now we're going to be submitting at the next meeting um, the creation of a um, sustainability commission. <clears throat> the purpose of this is to obviously work cohesively within the city government um, towards uh, environmentally friendly and and carbon neutral um, technologies and things in our city government and within the city in a way that is most effective. Um, As far as the mayor, um, I think there's a lot of good work that's being done, and I want to continue to support the assembly and the staff in the the city and try to unify the city. in, in that position. Um, I, if elected, I, I will be, continue to be sponsoring things and, and pushing towards an agenda, but try to do it in a unified way, openly, with all members, um, and try to do it in an, an open way where we're inviting public comment. So that's why I want to run for mayor. In your last term, what do you think your biggest success was? And this could be a, a policy success, a, a measure you sponsored, or, or something else. I don't, that's really hard to say. Um, I do have my name on a lot of things because I, 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 it's not just to have my name on things. It's because I ran the first time and the second time. And now, now, because I want to get things done. I want to help. Um, not doing it just to be on the assembly. So I, I don't know. It would be hard to pinpoint any one thing that I feel like is a good accomplishment. I, I think everything works together. Um, and anything that I've done has been with the help of other assembly members, other people in, in the community, staff. Uh, this is a whole team effort, and this is kind of going back to the mayor thing, I believe, uh, in these very challenging times uh, where outside forces would like us to divide each other and, you know, frank, frankly despise one another. I think that now is a time 
places like Sitco or, or everyone's individual community is our opportunity to, to do things differently, do things right, um, treat each other even if we dis, um, disagree with them with respect. Moving forward, if elected um, to the role of mayor, what what would your top goal be for the upcoming term? So in addition to just continuing the, the work that's being done, as I've said, I would like to see the benefits of tourism to actually help Sitkins. Um, now, that is a challenge because some of the money has to be allocated, you know, uh, to things that will benefit the tourists. But I think there's things that we can do, like fix Lincoln Street as one. I want to realize the benefits in some way to the Sitkins uh, because, uh, from all this increased tourism and other economic activity. Um, specifically how to do that, <clears throat> that's going to be a growing process. But that's just one aspect. It's As far as what I would like to push is just more stay the course, so to speak. Um, continue doing what we're doing. I believe it's good. And right now, at this point, it's just watching things and not screwing it up. That was reporter Catherine Rose speaking with Assemblymember Kevin Mosier, who has filed to run for a two-year term as Sitka's mayor. You can listen to our full interview with Mosier on our website at kcaw.org. Raven News is reaching out to all of the candidates as they file. In September, we'll share detailed questionnaires with biographical information and in-depth policy questions, and we'll host candidate forums leading up to the municipal election on October 4th. The Catlian Bay Road in Sitka is behind schedule and over budget, and will need an infusion of cash to get across the finish line. Sitka Senator Bert Stedman says the legislature has appropriated enough money to complete the Catlian project and several others across the state, but the road still may serve as a cautionary tale about the reality of construction along the southeast Alaska's rugged coastline. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. My personal opinion, they should have built it on the waterline like they did Sawmill Creek. Instead, they put it halfway up the hill. And that leads to a lot of design and construction cost increases. That's Sitka Senator Bert Stedman, who championed the project as far back as 2012 when it was approved by voters in a statewide bond package. The road connects lands owned by Shiatica, Sitka's urban native corporation, at the head of Catlian Bay. KNE Alaska was awarded the project in the spring of 2019 with a proposed completion date in the fall of 2022. Stedman says they're not going to make it. It's getting better. They're moving faster. Things are improving and have been for several months. And the crew's working hard. But it's it's hard on equipment. It's difficult. It's dangerous. And it should have been built on the, along the water. Stedman says it's fortunate that the state tipped into surplus in June, driven by high oil prices that everywhere else but Alaska tend to be bad news. He says the legislature was able to allocate $30 million to complete the Catlian Road and some other projects around the state, and Catlian may take up to half of that pot. How is that fortunate? If the price of oil had not spiked and if it were another cash-strapped year in state government, Stedman says the Department of Transportation may have had to close out the Catlian contract and rebid it in the future. Stedman thinks that may have cost more than it saved. And that was one of the points I made to, you know, DOT. We're better off to f- fix the design issue now, move forward and finish it, than to stop it and come back in a year or two. It's going to cost us at least $5 million plus inflation. This is actually, the, believe it or not, the low-cost alternative. Stedman is clearly frustrated with the project, which on paper doesn't appear extraordinarily challenging. Just a nine-mile, single-lane gravel road with turnouts. 
It's no glorified I-5 or even Halibut Point Road, Stedman says, but he absolutely wants it to be completed and to be usable. He doesn't really have a role to play there. Rather, the state's engineers and the contractor will huddle to come up with a way to finish the road. The big takeaway, Stedman believes, might be the lesson the DOT has learned from working in challenging topography similar to that proposed for other projects. And the danger can't be overstated. The Catlian project has already claimed one life. With the difficulty of building Catlian up on that hillside, um, and you take that same concept and you go north of Juneau, up Lynn Canal, I would be very, very concerned if they were going to try to build a road up Lynn Canal, what it would actually cost us in the end. Because looking at Catlian, it's significantly more than anticipated. And Lynn Canal is, I don't know how many, what magnitude difficulty increase it is over Catlian, but it's significant. Stedman considers the project to be roughly 80% complete, but there are still bridges to construct across the Catlian River and estuary. He'd like to see the road eventually extended across the head of the bay to Alaska Mental Health Trust lands in Cedar Cove. But Stedman says, I'm 66 and this has taken over 10 years, so I may not be the one doing it. Senator Bert Stedman represents Sitka, Petersburg, Wrangell, Ketchikan, and surrounding communities in the Alaska State Senate. He sat down recently with KCAW News to discuss a range of issues after the governor signed next year's budget. We'll bring you more stories on Stedman's perspective in the coming days. During the pandemic, public schools were able to provide free meals to all students, regardless of income, due to federal waivers. Starting this fall, that access is going away for about half the schools in Alaska that participate in the federal school meal program. Families attending these schools will return to pre-pandemic ways of getting school meals, apply for free or reduced price meals based on income level, or pay for them. In an interview with the Alaska Beacon, Joe Dawson, Program Manager for Child Nutrition Programs at the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development, said the transition will be difficult. She said school sites that have traditionally charged for meals saw participation increase during the pandemic. About half the schools in Alaska that participate in the National School Meal Program will not see any difference in their school meal program this coming school year. They'll continue to serve all meals free to all students through the federal community eligibility provision program, which includes schools where at least 40% of students are eligible based on income or other factors. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Today, mostly cloudy, near Port Alexander, patchy fog in the morning, scattered rain showers, highs around 60, south winds around 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, chance of rain, patchy fog late, lows in the lower 50s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. Good morning.